Hi, I'm Yusuf Zin. My latest TVO Today podcast is on how a Canadian ends up in a Chinese prison, and if he's even alive. Listen and subscribe to Extradition. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Help TVO create a better world through the power of learning. Visit TVO.org and make a tax-deductible donation today. For cash-strapped cities facing the ongoing housing crisis in this country, the $4 billion federally funded Housing Accelerator Fund could help get more homes built faster. That's the idea, anyway. With us now on how well it's working, let's welcome, from the gateway to the north, the mayor of North Bay, Peter Chirico. And here in our studio, Dorothy McCabe, mayor of Waterloo, and Marianne Mead Ward, who is the mayor of Burlington. And it's good to see you two here in our studio. You for the first time yeah, in our studio, I believe. Great to be here. Mayor Chirico, thanks for being there on the line from North Bay. Thanks for having us. Uh, whenever we have the mayor of Burlington here, I always have to do this full disclosure thing off the top. Because <laughs> you probably know more about my brother's business than I do. I try to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a brother who's a uh, home builder in who lives in Burlington and I guess does some work in Burlington? projects, yes. He does. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, he does. Okay. As we say, you know more about this than I do. So um, we put that out there in the interest of full disclosure. Let's start, Mayor Mead Ward, while I've got you here. This housing accelerator fund that the feds have come up with designed to remove barriers, to encourage local efforts to get more homes built faster. Municipalities have to promise the feds that they're going to do various things in order to make it all happen. Question, how well is it working so far? I think it's great. I think it actually says that it will take an all-hands-on-deck approach to deal with the crisis. What is being asked of us, the 1.5 million homes, that's just in Ontario over the next 10 years, has never been done ever. We've only ever done half of that ever. So we're doubling what's never been done before and then trying to do it. And municipalities can't do it alone. Developers can't do it alone. Province can't do it alone. Regions can't do it alone. Federal government can't do it alone. So we all have to work together. And for us, we are uh, quite happy to accept and receive taxpayers' dollars that they've already given to other levels of government, bring it back to us so we can do good with it. Mayor McCabe, how's it working where you are? Well, we just uh, announced, or we just had the announcement uh, about three weeks ago. So um, so we are gearing up right now to uh, determine the best ways to utilize this money. But I can tell you, one of the things that I'm really excited about um, and the city of Waterloo got $22 million from the federal government um, to build 650 homes in three years and about 14,000 over the next 10. Um, but what I'm excited about is it lets us take a bit of our destiny into our own hands mm-hmm. because part of one of our big challenges, we've got a tremendous amount of interest in building in Waterloo, but given the market conditions, um, as your brother would know, <laughs> um, uh, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of developments that are stalled. So hold, this- Hold that thought. I want to come okay. back to that about what's stalled mm-hmm. and, and what actually is is. But this will give us ahead. the opportunity to, to work directly with um, nonprofits, co-ops um, on particularly affordable and attainable housing projects, and we can utilize this money from the federal governments to, as I said, kind of control our own destiny and and, and begin projects. Gotcha, Mayor Chirico. How about in North Bay? What's happening? Well, we're we're ready. We're ready for an announcement. We certainly hope that an announcement will be forthcoming from the federal government. Um, certainly, a lot of the larger centers have been um, already dealt with, uh, as uh, we just heard from uh, both mayors uh, from Waterloo and Burlington. Uh, but we in Northern Ontario are still awaiting 
uh, funding, at least uh, on this National Housing Accelerator, uh, to be able to meet some of those targets. And we have special needs in the north. Uh, we underpopulated, underserviced, uh, all of those things. So we have to work really, really closely with a lot of our partners in our community to ensure that we get affordable housing um, built in our term of council and certainly uh, to help that supply that we are so desperately requiring. Uh, we're not alone in this, uh, as the other mayors have, have already said, and we need to work cooperatively with all of our partners, both our provincial and our federal partners. Okay, let me do, let me do, uh, Mayor Cherico, a quick follow-up with you. Uh, how come you haven't got a decision yet? That's a million-dollar question, or multi-million-dollar <laughs> I, I would suggest. Uh, we were pleased to hear last week that uh, there were some announcements forthcoming. Uh, unfortunately, we kind of slip in between the small communities and the large communities. Uh, so we're not quite sure what that announcement last week means, but we will uh, be holding the federal government's uh, feet to the fire, hoping that we receive some announcement uh, that we can move forward because it's a different situation that we have to. We have to work with our partners um, more on subsidies and uh, additional dwelling units, et cetera. No different than some of our Southern Ontario counterparts but we have to work differently here in Northern Ontario. No, for sure. Okay, let, let me come back to the South then. Can you tell us, Mayor Mead Ward, how much money are you looking to from the federal government as part mm -hmm. of its accelerator fund and what do you want to do with it? We have uh, 20 million, $21 million that we've received and we have seven initiatives. Uh, one of them is speeding up permits, processing, uh, streamlining our process. That will get shovels in the ground faster. It, it's really important to note that we don't build housing, we enable it. So the, the municipal role is not to get the shovel in the ground but make sure we're not a roadblock. Uh, we're also looking at uh, what we call a community planning permit system around our three GO stations. So we know that the major amount of growth will go there, and as it should, good access to transit. So we are just putting the final finishing touches on a system that will allow a developer to come in and get a fast-tracked approval because we pre-zone it in effect. So we're also looking at land acquisition. Land is the biggest expense, and Dorothy, I think, was going there earlier in her comment that that in addition to all the other costs and labor issues and high interest rates, supply chain, it's just the cost of land. So if we can either buy land or uh, use our own lands that we have in the city to leverage for affordable housing, we can be part of the solution to enable that to happen. So all told over the next three years, we're looking at about 600 new units to be delivered through this funding. Uh, but it, it, you know, that's one way of calculating it. It will go far beyond that because once we land some of these other things, it will unlock the system. And we right now have about 41,000 units in our pipeline. So that's everything from, we call it the hope and a dream stage, where people are just coming in to say, I own this land, what can I do with it? They don't always turn into an application, but often they do. Right now we're sitting on over 4,000 approved, waiting to be built. 4,000 approved? Waiting to and be are built. Not, okay, I yes. gotta follow up on that. Because I'm sure you've got the same situation oh, where similar. you are. Yeah, very similar. So I, this is where I, I really want to find out how the rubber hits the road. You've got a housing accelerator fund that is designed to, as the name suggests, accelerate the building of housing. But you've got some market conditions that right now are a real impediment to that. You've got interest rates that are still too high. Yeah. You've got labor shortages. You've got materials problems. Uh, cost of land was something Mayor Mead Ward just mentioned. 
Can this accelerator fund overcome all of those detriments and actually get stuff done? I, yeah, I mean, we think it will, be, um, and we're like that's why we're very excited about it. But one of the things that it allows us to do, is, as uh, Marianne said, was to look at land that the municipalities own and see if, I mean, it's public land, so we have to still go through a proper procurement process and, and, and all that, but to see if there's lands that we can use and then we have, we can control the type of housing, you know, we can control, we can, we can control the length of time that we want it to be affordable or attainable, like we can lease it out but to a non-profit. You can't do anything about interest rates, but, you can't do anything about labor shortages. But interestingly, so. in Waterloo Region, so we have, been, there's, a, there's a group of private developers and nonprofit, the uh, uh, Habitat for Humanity, who've come together and they're talking to municipalities. It's called Build Now Waterloo Region. And so they're saying, look, like the private sector is slow. You know, the trades are have sort of set down tools. Could we work together on projects like this if the municipalities have the ability to say, here's some land? Again, we'd have to go through all the, the procurement processes and all that kind of stuff and do all the necessary planning. But, but to turn to them to say, you know, now that we have this part of it ready, what, is, what are you willing to do to bring to the table to start actually building these? Okay, activities? let me put that question to you then. I mean, if you've got all of this stuff that's in the pipeline and ready to go, but the market conditions are not there in order to get homes built, can this accelerator fund really have that much of an impact to get it done? It will because of the ways that we're using it in Burlington. We are speeding up our permit process, so that will help. Uh, I think the, the real one of the real keys is is the ability to buy land and to uh, to work with people to actually get it built. And and one of the biggest issues we'll be discussing this. Uh, next month, we just started a pipeline to permit standing committee. It includes, it's never been done that I know of, called? pipeline to permit. It's how to get those 41,000 in the pipeline oh, to the permits because the permits aren't going out the door. The 4,000 that are sitting there waiting for permits are still stuck. So we need to understand what's happening there. We have development industry representatives, nonprofit housing, uh, agencies like Conservation Halton, uh, the region that weigh in on planning matters, and of course, members of council. And we have said we want to hear about surety bonds at our next pipeline to permit committee. It's, it's, a, it's a tool that's been used in other jurisdictions around North America and even in places in Canada, but not so much in Ontario. And that would be a way for the municipalities in effect to assist with the financing because most developers can't get shovel in the ground on major builds. And we're seeing major for us is, you know, five or six towers and several thousand units. That's what is going to go around our GO stations. They can't get the financing from the bank until they're 70% sold. That's what they're telling us. And with interest rates being high, with people not being able to qualify that's for not mortgage, happen. that's right. Mm -hmm. And so if we can assist in that way, so there's other things outside of the half, even outside of uh, really what is normal practice for municipalities that we can entertain. So we're looking at every single tool, and it's not going to be one solution fits all. The mm -hmm. half isn't going to solve all our issues alone. It, it requires all these other pieces to be there too. Well, let me go to Mayor Chirko on that because you did say in one of your first answers that things are different in Northern Ontario and there are kind of conditions that are specific to the North that are not the case in the South. Uh, for those people who are watching us or listening to us in Southern Ontario, educate us. What's different about the way things are where you are that makes it either different or more complex or whatever? The primary is servicing costs. Uh, Northern Ontario, Canadian Shield, a lot of granite and uh, the cost of servicing individual lots is is very expensive for developers to do 
So what we've, we've done and what we are doing uh, and what we have done in the past is to make those easy transitions for developers to be able to work with the city, work with private uh, outside agencies, along with our social service agencies. One of the things we do have different in Northern Ontario is what's called uh, our social services area boards uh, versus many of the municipalities in the South that take care of uh, social housing, that look at how we can partner within that. So we have a, an extra level of government, so to speak, to be able to work through. And those are where those partnerships are going to be extremely critical for us to work with them. Uh, because the actual owning and buying of, uh, you know, by the city, that's not going to happen. So we have to subsidize um, some of our social service area housing providers to be able to enable uh, rent geared to income, uh, lower income uh, market rents, et cetera, so that we can provide those services to those people. Because we've got housing wait lists uh, for geared to income, for um, social housing, et cetera, that are probably two years long, two to three years long, if not more. Well, so, let me jump in with another follow-up question on that, because I, I note that I think 17 cities in Ontario have had their deals made with the feds on this accelerator fund, and they're all in southern Ontario except for one. I think Sudbury's got it, and that's the only one from northern Ontario. And of course, people who live really in northern Ontario would say that's not all that far north. You got any theories as to why there's only one north of the French River and everything else is down south? Population, voters, I'm not quite <laughs> sure, but uh, certainly I would tend to agree with uh, with that type of uh, uh, hypothesis, I guess, uh, that, uh, you know, the bigger ones uh, get first served. Uh, but we feel, and all of our counterparts, and I believe the Sudbury Project was a, wasn't under the... Um, Housing Accelerator Fund, but it was a previous uh, fund that they had uh, done. So all of my counterparts in Northern Ontario feel the same pain. Uh, we need help in Northern Ontario, just like Southern Ontario does. And uh, we have wait lists, just like everybody else. And we need housing and we need it now. Gotcha. Okay, Mayor McCabe, I'm going to ask you to do something that mayors never like to do, and that is comment on somebody else's municipality. Okay. But here we go. So don't dodge me here, okay? Give me an answer. Here we go. There have been some smaller municipalities. I note Belleville and Bancroft, for example, east of here. They went in together in the hopes that, you know, bigger capacity might get right. them to the top of the list a little faster. And they got rejected. Do you think it was appropriate to reject them on that basis? <laughs> That's a really tough question. There we go. There we go. Um, but I would say like in Waterloo region, because we're seven municipalities plus the region of Waterloo, we looked at that um, briefly to see if would that be a better way to, to combine it and, and, you know, have that bigger number. But because of because of the governance structure we had, then we decided we should each just go individually. So I don't, I don't know what the federal government was thinking with that. The uh, because that might be like you don't, you wouldn't want to get the money and then have internal governance processes between different municipalities slow, slow the delivery of it down. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's the but. Uh, but I do hope that Bancroft and uh, and Belleville get the get the half money that they've requested. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sean Fraser, new housing yes. minister. Mm -hmm. You met him? Yes, I have. How's he doing? 
Very well. Yeah, he, he understands the issues and he actually understands that this is one piece of the larger puzzle. So he's, I think he's very good in the role. You know that, that uh, I think David Coletto, uh, whichever polling outfit he's with, I forget now. Which one's he with? Anyway. Abacus. A- Abacus, Abacus, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. He's got a new poll out that basically shows that the liberals are underwater on all of the things that the public is most concerned about, mm-hmm. right? Um, housing, affordability, and all that kind of stuff. And the liberals have decent numbers on a lot of the stuff that the public is less interested in as a general, which uh, obviously you want it the other way around. Mm -hmm. So I guess, does he really get it? Does he show that he gets it? Because the, 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 the numbers that we're seeing in that poll suggest that the liberals have a long way to go before they're convincing people that they've got it. I think what is happening, and there's been some concern raised among mayors uh, in your list, I thought you might include, for example, Windsor, who has said, we're not going to be dictated to by the federal government to get to get the funding. Oakville went down that path and, and only at the very 11th hour uh, reversed their position. And the issue was you have to allow four units on every lot as of right. And for us, we, we accepted that immediately but the because the province had already said three so that's law already Hmm. and and now it's four i think the principle of should the should the federal government or even the provincial government be dictating to municipalities about how to deploy where density should go and i think no fundamentally they shouldn't we know our communities best what they should be doing is saying we need you to reach certain targets and here's some money to do that and you figure out on the ground where it goes so I think there's there's some uh, concern in the communities that the federal government is either overstepping or the money isn't going to do enough. Uh, those are lit- very, very legitimate questions and concerns, but it's hard to explain to people uh, you know, what this will be deployed for because it's different in every community. Mm. We okay. have seven initiatives that, that are not the same as in Dorothy's com- community. Sure. So people are wondering, well, does this mean I'll get a house? And if the answer to that isn't a clear yes, it's not going to give them a lift in the polls, I would suggest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mayor Cherko, federal budget's coming out next month. There's every possibility that somebody from the Federal Ministry of Housing or Ministry of Finance, for that matter, uh, are going to get a transcript of this program. So what do you want to tell them? Get the money out and get it out fast. We need to do it and we need to do it quickly. Um, There's a housing crisis right across this country. Um, Our community is no different than any of the other communities. There's Waterloo and Burlington, uh, all of our southern Ontario counterparts. We need that money and we need it now. And with the less restrictions that we possibly can to get houses built uh, to address that crisis. Are there still too many strings attached in your judgment? Can I just, I'll, oh, wanna, I'll answer, I was just going to build on uh, on his comments to say one of the things that we're asking the federal government as well as the provincial government is for a new fiscal funding framework. Mm-hmm. What does because that, mean? that means that municipalities, the way that we receive funding from the province and the federal government is too restrictive. Like you've heard yep. the stats, I'm sure, before that of like in Waterloo, because we're a two tier municipal structure, we get three cents of every tax dollar spent. That is not enough. And then if you add the region to it, we get nine, maybe 10. 
that is not enough money to do what municipalities need to do today. We are, we've had housing and homelessness basically downloaded to us. The property tax base just property won't pay for all that. It's not mm -hmm. built to pay for that. And so we need a new social and fiscal funding framework in order to deal with the complexities that municipalities are, are, are managing. Can you pick up on that, Mayor Mead Ward, in as much as, uh, we were just at Roma, the Rural mm -hmm. Ontario Municipal Association. Yes. I think you were there too. I yeah. was there. Yeah. I asked that very question. I'm glad Dorothy <laughs> right, raised right. it. And yes. as you often remind us, you know, Burlington we think of as a city, but you've got yeah. some rural constituents half, as well. Yes. So how, just give us a sense about how the responsibility for housing has sort of evolved over the last 25 years mm -hmm. to the point where, as Mayor McCabe says, you're having a real trouble, real tough time right now trying to keep up. Well, it used to be that the federal government would actually subsidize serious, uh, seriously subsidize purpose-built rental. And when those subsidies went away, guess what? Hardly any purpose-built rental anymore. And the reason for that is it's hard to finance it up front and because you get your money in monthly rent checks over a very long time horizon. They, they were much more involved in the co-op housing mm -hmm. uh, delivery. And, and so the federal government has, has gotten out of providing some of the much-needed funding. Isn't this one back in? Well, they are stepping back in. I wish they would do more in that field as well because that is really what is needed to, in addition to what they're already doing, don't get me wrong, I'm happy for the 21 million and we'll put it to good use. I know every municipality will, but it simply isn't going to be enough. Similar with the province, what they have done with the Building Faster Fund, which many of us don't qualify for because you know municipalities don't build homes and foundations and the counts are inaccurate. Don't get me started on that, but uh, apparently you are started. Yeah, on that. I guess I am started on that. But the uh, the reality is that the funding that they've announced, 1.2 billion across 10 years and 444 municipalities, that is not going to cut it. Uh, it so if we're serious, truly serious about meeting the supply issue. We're going to have to change how municipalities are funded. And you asked earlier about the, you know, are there too many strings attached? Right now, we have to go, you know, cap in hand to the federal and provincial government, hope there's an allocation funding stream that opens up, hope we qualify, put in our application, which is a lot of red tape, hope that we'll get some of it. And we have no idea. And, and this is for multi-million dollar, major multi-year investments like infrastructure to get to enable housing to be built. And we have, we have no way to plan. We don't know if we're getting the money. We don't know if we're getting all or some. It is the worst way to run a country that I can think of. And, and it should be closer to how the gas tax is now funded, which is population-based exclusively. So if you hit certain numbers, there's your check. That's it, that's all. No red tape, no waiting around, no hoping and praying that you're going to get something and then trying to plan a 10-year capital project on uh, you know, a hope and a dream. Mayor Cherko, the province has got its own get-it-done fund, I guess, for lack of a better expression. It's called the Building Faster Fund. How's that working for you? So far for us, it's, it's working quite well. We had some initial hiccups on the measurements of what uh, stats are being included in that. Uh, we just received word a little uh, last week, I believe it was from the Minister of uh, Municipal Affairs that we'd reached 202% uh, and would be eligible uh, for funding. So although it's not a huge amount, uh, every little bit counts and we'll take everything that we can possibly get through that fund. 
Okay, how about in Waterloo, is it working? No, it's not. I mean, Waterloo, the developments, we've, we have thousands of housing units uh, approved, councils approve them, but because the developers, the builders, have not put shovels in the ground, again, because of the market conditions, um, that takes us out of the running to be able to, to meet those housing starts. So mm -hmm. we don't, municipalities, we've done everything we can do. We've got the, the, the approvals in place. Now it's up to the developers and the builders to pull those permits and get those shovels in the ground. But they're stuck because of high inflation, lack of labor, et cetera. So we're missing out on about three or $4 million of infrastructure funding. And is that because, in your view, the program is not well designed or does not? Uh, what, yeah, the, progr me? the program's not measuring. It's not, it's not measuring what we actually can accomplish. We are doing the part, like the part that, count, that municipalities need to be held accountable for are, are we, are, is council approving the housing developments that come to us? And we are. We've got about 23,000 housing units that are uh, at various points in our pipeline. On December 11th, 2023, our council approved 6,500 housing units in one meeting, hmm. right? But now we need the developers and the builders to do their part of it. Like we've taken it as far as we can and the next step is, is for them. We get that inflation's high and that uh, it's tough to find the uh, the labor, but we are we should not be held accountable for something that we have no control over. Gotcha. How's the Building Faster Fund working in Burlington? Not well at all, and it's exactly what Dorothy said. We are being measured based on foundations poured. Municipalities don't pour foundations. Uh, that is the Canadian Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation way of measuring a housing start. But it is also wildly inaccurate. So not only is it the wrong metric by which to judge municipalities, and if it was just a tracking measure, that would be one thing, but there's real money attached to this, and we will not get... The, uh, we will not get the funding that we need in Burlington because of that metric. Uh, they're also wildly inaccurate. So they're, usually mis municipalities count their own foundations because they have building inspectors going out to uh, look at them. And they have said, you're undercounting us by a factor in some cases of 50%. So those municipalities have met their targets. They're still not getting the Building Faster Fund. And CMHC has doubled down on this. They've said, we're not changing our metric. The government, every time we've asked them to change the metric, have said, we're not changing it because this is a number that uh, is universal across all municipalities because each of us count, for example, how many approvals we have. We, we have over 4,000 that are waiting for foundations to be poured. That's almost two years of our requirement under the Building Faster Fund. So... We need a better metric. If it's not, uh, if it's that one, it needs to be more accurate. It shouldn't be that one. Uh, and if it's if it's one that actually measures what municipalities do, then let's find a standard way to measure it across all municipalities. It's not that hard. So if you're going to redesign it, you would do what? Change the criteria. Change what you're measured on. So it's measured on foundations right now. It should be measured on the permits that are issued. That's it. The approval process sits with the municipality. We don't build housing. We don't pour foundations. That's the development industry. And if I could add a little bit to that, is that the previous process was to charge development charges um, mm -hmm. to the builders and the developers who are going to build it. And that actually pays. That's the, under the premise of growth paying for growth. So they've taken that funding away from say, us. What happened to the development charges? Yep. They've taken that away <laughs> and are saying that they're replacing it with the Building Faster Fund. 
it in no way is meeting there it's not it's not meeting that amount of funding it's not meeting the it's not meeting the needs like we need to build parks and libraries and and roads and sewers and you know put pipes in the ground for clean clean drinking water and things like that it's not uh, it's not funding us to the level that the development charges were so if if they if they listen to me I'd say please return to the former system mm -hmm. or something like that because it also um, I mean the, the building faster fund now is using public money where private sector used to used to do that was their contribution we've had a very serious conversation about a very serious issue but I would like to end on something completely trivial if I can <laughs> because okay. this is the first time I'm sure in the history of this program that we have had two female mayors on this set yeah. Each of whom, <laughs> now hang on, I'm not done. Okay. okay. Each of whom has a stud in their nose. Oh, <laughs> yes. As you both right do, there. on there the left go. side, no less. <laughs> which may be a reflection of your politics, I don't know. But anyway, I want, anniversary. I want to thank our three mayors for appearing on the program tonight. Peter Chirico, the mayor of North Bay, on the line from the Gateway to the North. Dorothy McCabe, the mayor of Waterloo. Mary Ann Mead Ward, the mayor of Burlington. Thanks so much, you three. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thanks Pleasure to see you. The Agenda with Steve Pakin is made possible through generous philanthropic contributions from viewers like you. Thank you for supporting TVO's journalism.